0: Cindy comes to my bridal shower. I remember I was getting my makeup done. And I see this perky little girl coming with a cup of coffee in her hand. Pocket dot shirt. Black shirt. Black shoes. Highest ponytail. Like Ariana Grande style. And she's also perky. And she comes with this tiny little
1: camera. These tiny little legs.
0: <laughs> and my first thought was like,
1: okay, I did
0: not ask enough
1: questions about this. <laughs> Hey guys, today we are joined by my friend Belen del Toro. She's rocking it on YouTube and Instagram. (laughs) She's sharing how she took an incredibly hard time and as an opportunity to grow and learn to put herself first and her dreams first.
0: Oh, my goodness. That is such a sweet introduction. Should I start crying? No,
1: (laughs) deep breaths, deep breaths. (laughs) All right. I want to share a little bit about how I met Belen. So wedding photographer, get your notebook out and write this down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, because I'm going to share the story first. Okay. So Belen actually was reaching out on a bride to bride page yeah. and that's a group on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she went on there and she was looking for a photographer for her wedding shower. <laughs> okay so she wasn't looking for a photographer for her wedding she was looking for her wedding shower yes so Uh, i'm that kind of person i
0: need pictures of absolutely everything and i think that now you know that that i need a picture of absolutely and that's okay and us as
1: photographers we love that we love people like you yeah we love people like Belen. Am I not? <laughs> just like, oh my gosh, this one again. <laughs> How do I shush her away? <laughs> well, I remember, um, I wish I had your post, but I do remember yes. that you just posted, like, is anybody available? I'm looking for someone to do my bridal shower. And I think you posted something about, like, maybe four hours or yes. something like mm-hmm. that, you know? yeah. So it said that, and um, if you guys aren't a part of like a Facebook group that you know is a bride to bride, you technically shouldn't be on it if you're not a bride because it's technically supposed to be like other brides helping other brides. Correct. Does that make sense? Yeah. So at the time, I was also a bride mm-hmm. to be, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I was engaged with my husband or my now husband Josiah, mm-hmm. and so that's why I got on this page. Yeah. So photographers don't just go flooding these pages now because <laughs> there are some people who do do that. By the way, they do. There are so many vendors
0: actually there now that i mean i exited the group after um everything but um they were a lot of just vendors to the point that the admins had to make it like okay vendors post only on tuesdays so that they wouldn't overflow the post with you know services when, exactly when as you said like the, the group is meant to be like a bride to bride like hey i did this this is how i helped. this is who i used. this is how it worked
1: this is my review of them. Exactly. Like, Rather what... than
0: you promoting your services. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So um, so that's kind of what I want to speak to a little bit right now is the fact that in that moment I went to that like post, you know, and it was just flooded like with tons of photographers. So I many. think you posted it and I think like not even two minutes later and it was like at least 15 comments, Easy. if not more. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: I got extremely overwhelmed. I was just like, OK, I thought that I was going to get posts like recommendations and it was just everybody throwing me their
1: information, know,
0: information. yeah so was yeah like,
1: so that's really what I want to okay guys like if you see someone on your Facebook it doesn't necessarily have to be on a Facebook group okay if you see someone on the face on Facebook or even Instagram asking like hey does anybody know of a wedding photographer you know Like, I think for some reason, we think that we have to all of a sudden like respond with like, hey, I'd be so glad to help you be, you know, or have the best photos Mm -hmm. on your wedding day, or I would be honored to be your wedding photographer. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you're doing that, you know, you do you boo. But (laughs) the thing is that like, as a bride, you, you get a lot of the same kind of messages. Mm -hmm. And so what I do, here's my quick tip. Okay. Mm -hmm. I ask a question. Yep. I don't come in there and say, like, hey, um, I'm available. Pick me. Yeah. You know, and or I don't say, like, oh, here's my pricing. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Because that's what it comes off of. It does. Yeah. You know,
0: you're right. Mm -hmm. And
1: then so Belen, whenever she posted, like, hey, is anybody available? Do you remember what I asked?
0: Are you still in need of a photographer? Yeah. That was exactly what you said. And I was like, actually, yeah, I am. Because everybody was just, you know, and to be honest, I now you know me I I have the style of photography that I like like Mm -hmm. in in my head yeah and they all threw so much information at me that most of them I didn't even look exactly so whenever we started talking first I feel like that was a huge help because it it helped me get to know you Mm -hmm. and then your style so I was like okay so this may work because especially whenever you are in a wedding or, or trying to capture these moments that as I always tell you pictures are memories that you get to keep on forever and feelings that you get to relieve every time that you see a picture yeah so you want them to be captured by somebody that it's kind of like you that shares the same likes that laughs at your jokes because otherwise it's just plain awkward I mean I don't yeah. know so definitely the fact that you came with with a question first it it helped well yeah know, so to, to set so you guys like yeah. and then
1: obviously don't just like ask like you know what's your favorite peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> yeah you know bread or yeah. you know like obviously mm-hmm. something that pertains to whatever it is that they're asking so yeah. it's really you have to get good at like actually reading the question and then looking at those comments and saying seeing everybody else just kind of bombarding them yeah. with information yeah. and then go in there and be like hey like um like what I did was just like did you find someone yeah that yeah. simple question already like makes me stand out yep you know, because everyone else is just like giving you tons of information.
0: And I feel like not only that, but what I think helped um, get to know you because it wasn't like, um sorry. sorry. <clears throat> oh, whenever you asked, are you up a pho- uh, photographer? And I said, yes, it wasn't that you were like, OK, here I am, you know. It was like, what kind of photographer are you looking for? What kind of style do you like? Uh, how do you envision your pictures to come through? So after we talked for like a good 10 minutes about what was my idea, what were my goals and what did I have in mind is that you were like, yeah. OK, well, this is my style. Let me show you some pictures of of my gallery and blah, blah, blah. You know, this and is what i really And then at the gonna... end, we were yeah. like, here's
1: my pricing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how we met, right, guys? So we met, you know, on Facebook when she yeah. posted, like, hey, is anyone available this date? And then, of course, I kid you not, there is probably at the end of the day, maybe a 100 comments yeah, easy, at probably, least. Probably, yeah. Maybe more. Mm-hmm. And then it happens, it still happens yeah. now, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I see it, and it's just kind of like a free for all, you know? <laughs> and then so, um, I would recommend just having a question that pertains to whatever that person is talking about. So if they are talking about their wedding, you know, and saying that they need six hours and this is their budget, you know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, well, do you know what style of photography Mm -hmm, you would mm -hmm, prefer? mm -hmm. Ask that question. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't like they're not even your style. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes brides don't even know what style they prefer, actually. Mm -hmm. And it's like. I personally am like documentary style, yeah. you know, with that, you know, fine art, because mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. both. I try to blend them. Yeah. But some people are solely fine art and yep. some people are solely, you know, documentary. Yeah. And so we can go into that for, you know, an Hell entire yeah. other podcast. Uh-huh. But the thing is that, you know, just ask a question, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then make yourself stand out. And even like whenever someone is posting on Instagram, same thing, like ask them a question, yeah. you know, and then like, and if they don't book, like, can you help them find somebody else
0: yep You know, that is more their style. That is
1: more their style or Mm -hmm. that's even more within their budget. That's true.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, and
1: then now you just became a resource for that person. And they may find, you know, they may love your style and they may love you. But the Mm -hmm. thing is that they weren't that you weren't in their budget. Mm -hmm. And that's totally okay too. But you know what? Like they have other friends that they're probably going to recommend you to. Definitely. And they're probably going to be like, oh, my God, like this photographer was incredible. Like they, you know, they're super amazing. And I love their style. But, you know, they were a little bit more excited expensive but then their other friends may get married or get engaged and you will probably come to mind
0: yeah of course definitely and once they see you know your work i mean with us it has happened so many times that um you know i've told them i was like i mean this is the girl that takes my pictures because now cindy takes every single one of my pictures i mean she's been there for everything and when i say everything i mean everything because as i said before i take pictures of everything um <laughs> and so many times every time whenever somebody asked me like when um, I mean, who takes your pictures? It, it just goes right to Cindy. Even whenever it's gotten to the point that I've told you, like, you know, every crea- every person that is in the creative industry, I feel like, just like you, it, prices go up. Prices yeah. go up. And because you get, and I told you this a million times, you get better with time. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have polish. Like the pictures that you took on my bridal shower compared to the ones that you just took yesterday of my daughter's birthday, they are so much better. Like in oh, well, so you. many little things. You, you know? weren't that great to begin with. No, no. <laughs> I'm not even. I, I'm just I, you. Know, you know, <laughs> because, okay, so Cindy comes to my bridal shower. I remember I was getting my makeup done, and I see this perky girl coming with a cup of coffee in her hand, pocket dot shirt, black shirt, black shoes, highest ponytail, like Ariana Grande style. And she's also perky, and she comes with this tiny little camera this tiny little lens. (laughs) And my first thought was like, okay, I did not ask enough questions about
1: this. And
0: this is a shower. Like, I love to plan events. I love to, like, go all out on all of this. And I wanted every single one of those details, like, captured. And my thought was like, well, you know, there goes nothing. I mean, let's hope she gets some good shots at this point, and that's it. And it was funny because even at the point... I was getting ready <laughs> and Cindy's like, oh, you look so pretty. How about we do a mini little like portrait session with your fiance? And she puts me like on the backyard of my sister's house, which it was. Okay, this is a backyard that is like full of cement. The house wasn't even finished yet. Yeah. No grass, no, no nothing. Like it yeah. was just, so I'm like, okay, well, let's just take pictures at the end of the day, you know, and let's just mm-hmm. hope. I swear those were one of my favorite pictures. They were so natural. They were so candid. They were so... Perfect. And I remember seeing the gallery, the flowers, the little details, the laughs, even the the hugs that my family were giving me as as they walked in. You capture all of that. Thank you. So, you know, it was just amazing how, it it, you know, I was just not expecting it. And even though that was, you know, great, it it was great photography and everything. Every time I get a gallery from you, I'm like, this is why she's worth it. Like, this is what she charges, what she charges. And it's to the little details. I mean, you guys, I had family portraits done with my entire family. We're a family of six, just a mom and siblings. Add up the husband's wife's children and all of this on February. Cindy added a broken nail on my mom's finger. Oh, my God. You didn't (laughs) have to tell people that. (laughs) I hadn't noticed that when mom was hugging my dad, you could see that her nail had been broken. I didn't notice it. And to be honest, who would have? Cindy does (laughs) and she and she sends me a picture because now we're friends we talk every day we talk about our kids we talk about everything and she sends me the picture of the before my mom's broken nail and then the after of how she fixed it and you know and then it makes you think like okay well this is how how much she charges so even when I want Cindy to take my daily pictures you know if I cannot afford them I know many friends that can and Whenever, like for example, the jewelry brand that you were asked about, uh, yeah, we told them we're like, you know, we wish we could afford her for our shoots for the boutique and whatnot, but here she is, yeah, and that goes back to what you were saying, um, you know, you they never may not, know, exactly. They may not be able to afford you, but some other people, yeah, may, and you will. They will. A good photographer will always come, come to mind whenever, like, and let's face it, like this business is also like a lot of worth of mouth oh yeah for sure and that's why i'm saying yeah. like
1: it's important to just stand out yeah exactly. you know and yeah. so if you are someone who is just sharing your link and your pricing in those uh comments you know you're not standing out yeah. i'm sorry that's yeah. the truth you're yeah. not standing out mm-hmm. you know and then and even in the beginning i remember like just seeing all of that yeah. and so what i did in the beginning the very beginning before i started asking a question um i actually would just literally post a photo, mm-hmm. you know, and then post like, do you like this photo or like, is this your style? You know yeah. what I mean? So I'd post a photo so they wouldn't even have to go to my my website yeah. to see my work. Mm-hmm. I would already have like a couple of photos that I had on hand. Okay. And then so I would just share them in the comments. Yeah, and be like, this is one of my photos. Yeah. um, Is this your, does this fit your style? Yeah. You know, yeah. so again, just always trying to stand out yeah. to somehow. And because as
0: you said, like uh, there are so many people that they, see a picture and they're like oh i like that but they don't even know the style that it's coming from you know and uh, i mean every obviously being a photographer's podcast they know like there are so many styles like i see yours and i see another ones and it's like night and day does that mean hers is bad no it's not it's just not what i what i prefer but obviously there's so many brides i do because she gets booked (laughs) yeah so and so the other thing was that
1: like okay so Going back to our story. So we meet and everything. I think it's (laughs) hilarious. You know, I was shooting actually. I don't think I was shooting with the rebel at the time. I think I was already shooting with um, another camera. I don't remember which one it was, but it was just the 50. Yeah. Okay. So photographers the nifty 50 it's my favorite lens yeah. right so i've always just kind of graduated from 50 to 50 to 50 yeah. if if you know what i'm talking about you understand it's like say okay that you probably. go from the <laughs> you start with a, like a hundred dollar 50 nifty 50 that's like 1.8 you know okay. and then you go to the 1.4 and then you go to the 1.2 and i may have butchered that but that's that's what i'm saying like that's me I graduate from 50 to 50 to 50. Okay. I <laughs> mean, to
0: me that, you know, I mean, I love pictures, but I don't know cameras. So <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Im-
1: but it, I, I do remember, uh, you know, Carol telling me, you know, she was just like, oh my God, like I looked at your camera and I thought like, <laughs> oh, I hope this girl has good yes. photos, you know, yeah. because yeah. she, okay. So Carol and Belen are both uh, vloggers yeah. and bloggers. Yes. And now podcasts. yeah well i am doing podcasts yeah yes. so, the, uh-huh. so belen's doing podcasts yeah. so yeah they know everything social media really yeah. and they've been a part of this scene for quite some time actually and yes. so um we're we're about to get to that but i kind of want to hear or i want to i want you guys to hear about belen's story because <laughs> i didn't know this either yeah. um and then to preface preface that preface that actually i wasn't wedding or belen's wedding photographer at the time, whenever I did her wedding shower. Yeah. But then something happened with her previous wedding photographer yeah. that she called me. Yeah. I think it was a week. A week before the wedding. A yeah. week before her wedding. Yeah. And then she literally, so I remember being at a coffee shop and I get this phone call from Belen. And she's just <laughs> like, out. Um, are you available for my wedding? And I was yeah. like, What? You know, and her wedding <laughs> is literally a week away. Yeah. And I look at my calendar on my phone and I'm like, Yeah, I'm available. And she's just like, Oh my God. And then so yeah. would you like to share?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so Uh, we had already booked the wedding photographer. We had already even taken the engagement pictures for, because as everybody, it was a package, you know, the wedding pictures, um, the engagement pictures and all of this. I didn't hate them, but I didn't love them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's why I wanted somebody else to shoot my shower. I didn't want to hire him, but we had already paid him like half of the deposit and whatnot. Uh, we go take our bridal pictures and, uh, Again, like I, you know, dressed up head to toe, paid extra makeup and all of this. My pictures come back and this is specific picture. So uh, I'm wearing my veil, which was a cathedral long veil. And he, no, to begin with, uh, I hired him. And as you all know, every photographer has a different style. Like each photographer captures stuff different. They have a different eye, a different vision. I hired him because I liked how he took pictures. Yeah. I get to my bridal photo shoot and it's another girl, somebody that I had never even heard of mm-hmm. somebody like, I was like, who are you? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you know, for uh, whoever sent me uh, because he's not going to be able to shoot. First of all, I was just like, okay, why didn't he tell me this? Like yeah. it, it would have been just a message, you know, like, Hey, I'm available. I'm going to send my assistant or whatever it is. So I was already not happy with it. But okay, this girl's just shooting. She's nice enough. She's getting the shots, whatnot. But then there is this picture that I wanted of my veil flowing mm-hmm. on in the back. And I tell her, I was like, I actually want this shot. And she's like, perfect. We're going to need a stick so that you can like uh, wing it with yeah. the veil uh, and I'll just, you know, take care of it. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Pictures come back edited, not even like a week later. Mm-hmm. And I can see that all she did was unload the pictures into her camera, put a filter on it and send it to the point that the picture of the veil that I'm telling you guys had the stick on it. Like you could <laughs> oh see God. the stick. And I yeah. remember sending you the picture like, yeah, this is it. So obviously I'm freaking out and I'm like, you're fired. Um, I don't want you taking my wedding pictures after this, because I was thinking like, what is like, if he didn't take a stick, like such a simple editing thing, you know, mm-hmm. like taking out the stick out of the veil, like, Come on, like, it's you something You could crop it simple. out or exactly. clone it out. Anything, like, you I can mean, do anything. Yeah. Like, it's a simple fix for a photographer, right? And another thing I is, like, mean, he yeah. wasn't cheap either to say, like, you know, oh, well, yeah. that's what I get for being on a budget. No, 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 like, I was paying top dollar for the service. So I fire him, and, of course, we have, like, this bottle that he's like, I'm not going to give you your money back, and you owe me this much. And, and the problem was that I had paid cash. Mm-hmm. And he had told me that if I paid cash... I was going to get like a discount or whatnot. So I paid cash. So after I saw these pictures, I was like, you're fired and whatnot. It was an awful experience. And it was a week before my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So that's whenever I was like, you know what? I, I lose it. Like, I don't care at this point, Cindy, like, mm-hmm. um, are you available? And then Cindy took the most amazing pictures. I mean, to the point that the, what the place where I got married, mm-hmm. I still uses your picture for their promotions and after that cindy got so many pictures i mean so many weddings at the same venue just because people saw the pictures that you took of my wedding and they were like she knows the venue she takes these pictures exactly it's it was awesome and at the end of the day i loved my pictures
1: yeah and so i mean yeah that definitely opened up a ton of of venues for me too you know Mm -hmm. it was incredible you know and so again it all went back to standing out on that facebook post yeah that simple comment Mm -hmm. so you like i mean you saw it was a question you know Mm -hmm. and then so Mm -hmm. with that question it created a conversation Mm -hmm. so guys create that conversation Between you and a potential bride, Mm -hmm. you know, when you receive an email, are you asking questions Mm -hmm. or are you just giving them information? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, are you ending that email with like, okay, like what is there anything else, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you Mm -hmm. know, what are you thinking? Just something that just demands a response.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: and then so and
0: something that makes you feel like they care about you, you know, because you don't want to be treated just like as a quantity, just like another client, just like more money. Like you want to, especially for again, like, I just have this idea of pictures and photographers and whatnot that, um, you know, they are capturing moments. They are capturing the most special moments in your life. So you don't want to be just another quantity sign. Like You want to be somebody that you're cared for. You're going to be somebody that you're listened to. And I sometimes do feel bad because I am way too picky. But, um, But, you know, not one moment have you made me feel like, oh, she's just too much. You know, it's like, Okay, well, let me work on this. Give me some time. Or can we work this out this way? You know, it's never like I've never felt like you've treated me just like, okay, well, she's paying me, so I have to. You know, it's just like, okay, I care what your voice is. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand my point of view as well, but you know, I care about what you think and. what you expect from my work? Exactly.
1: So yep. it's like having that clear communication from the very beginning mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. just imperative. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, definitely. And then so I shot her wedding. Mm-hmm. So we covered her wedding. That was incredible. Yes. It was amazing. And actually, the rehearsal guys. dinner. Oh yeah, and the <laughs> rehearsal dinner because yeah. you know Bella needs photos of absolutely everything. I swear, <laughs> if she if like she was allowed to come and take me on her honeymoon, she I would have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I, I'm sure she would have. But anyway, and I think people yeah. do that now. They do like, oh, really? uh, yeah, day after yeah. you know yeah. wedding.
0: I wanted sessions. to take you to Napa, remember? I wanted yeah. to take you to my bachelorette because I was just like she wanted I photos did of her bachelorette. <laughs> yes,
1: and so um yeah, Berlin is incredible. Yeah. and so the the thing is, you guys just remember stand out. Mm-hmm. Definitely,
0: right? find a way to stand out. Find a way to make yourself different from the the crowd
1: and then the big Um, thing is that you can walk away with an incredible friendship after that yeah you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily just have to be this client that Mm -hmm. you got hired for and then you just walk away after that you deliver their photos yep you know what happens after that are you following up with them like hey is there anything else that i can do for you like you know i'm here yep definitely yeah. you know and then so are you guys doing that yeah or are you just like completing the wedding delivering the photos and then disappearing <laughs> what i did with belen is that i met with her to deliver her photos yes. um and we went to black walnut yes and we had coffee together and we talked yeah. and i actually printed some photos for yes. her just i think it was like 10 photos and i printed them put them in a cute little box with a little bit with champagne yep. you know and delivered them to yep. her it so, was
0: so thoughtful i loved those pictures yeah it was it was a very nice touch. And then again, like, it was that what made me think about you every single time that I wanted pictures taken. It was the fact that you cared so much. And, and yeah, it was like, you know, I would get a message from Cindy just like, hey, how's it going? Like, just like that. Like, it was not picture related. It was not work related. It was, it was just like a, a check in it's just like, hey, all good? How's it going? Like, I saw that <laughs> in Instagram. You're here. It looks good. <laughs> it was just, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And mm-hmm. so,
1: um, but I do want you guys to get to know who Belen is beyond, you know, the photography obsessed bride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Because she is she's
1: incredible. So at her wedding, during her speeches that's whenever i actually got to see more of who she was and i literally started crying okay because yeah. her sister started sharing their story of how they came here to the united states because oh you didn't
0: know until then no oh wow
1: <laughs> i was only
0: ever hired to take photos of you
1: <laughs> didn't know it was that long but okay. no. so i mean well i mean we met like yeah. a month before your wedding we did yeah definitely, yeah. yeah and then so bella about to cry i know this is really hard <laughs> it's not hard because no. we're talking about happy moments it's just a complete Completely different life that Belen used to have and we'll yeah. talk about that in a little bit yeah. but I do want you guys to listen about how Belen really was ultimately the one that brought kind of her family over yeah. to the United <laughs> States
0: so Belen's yeah. from Ecuador I am yes I was born in Ecuador in Quito the capital and um we had always traveled to the U.S. I mean um my parents were um good we were blessed they had a good job and uh, good they have done good for themselves uh, back home so we were one of the few able to come uh often here and um my cousin actually my my aunt my dad's sister lives here in houston mm-hmm. and uh, one of the trips with came and she was in college so how old were you i had to be like what 14 15 years old okay and um we went to College station And she was in college. She was at Texas A&M. And I just remember seeing the university, seeing how the town was all about the school, how, you know, Aggie pride and whatnot. I came back home and I was like, I'm going to Texas A&M. And of course my dad at the point, he was just like, Sure, little girl. Like, let's let's get you graduated in high school. But I got to senior year in Ecuador. So I was a junior in Ecuador and about to, you know, start applying. And and dad came to me. He's like, okay, so what colleges are you thinking about applying? What are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to the States. Like, I'm yeah. not staying here. And I think he saw that I, I meant it. Yeah. And he was like, okay, then we have to figure this out. So in I 2006, uh, dad came the rodeo which they always came because they had cattle so they were they will be part of the rodeo and he came on that so it was not a surprise for me i mean i was just like okay just that he went to the rodeo that's fine so he he came um february march uh to houston he came back home and he was like we're moving to the states really he had that's found so cool. yeah he had found a way to you know make his investment visa work and Moved us all, and in three months, he they sold everything they had, everything that they've ever worked for, and we got on a plane in July and we came here and we started from zero. Wow! And all um, because Belen wanted to be an aggie. I, all because I wanted to be an <laughs> aggie. So <laughs> while Dad came here, somebody had told told him that it would be cheaper if I graduated from a Texas high school so that um you know I could pay in state tuition what they failed to tell him was that that doesn't work unless you're a resident. Oh. So because we were all in visas, we still ended up paying like international student fees, but we didn't know that. Uh, and yeah, we got here. I went my last year of high school here in, in the States. I learned to speak English because I didn't know any English. What? I, I didn't thought, know
1: that. Yeah, I <gasps> thought that. I Your thought, English is amazing. I thought I spoke English.
0: I mean, I I was like, I went to a, you know a private school, a bilingual school. I know how to speak English. I get here and I'm like, holy crap! I, I don't know how to speak english like i don't understand a word these people are saying like i remember the first day in class i go in class i don't understand anything carol finds me in the hallway and she's like how's it going i'm like horrible the only word this guy kept saying was supply supply supplies i don't know what the- she's like did you write it down i'm like no she's like that's what you need for the class go back and write it down and i was just like oh, oh my i can gosh. see carol doing all that <laughs> she was she was just like you know she was um She was like, why don't you do that? Whatever. So, yeah, we basically learned a funny story also. So we get there. Obviously, we don't speak English. And my counselor is like, okay, well, you have to go to ESL classes because uh, you don't speak English. And you have to take your, um, you know, Texas State um, courses, like, to end and and all of this. What what were they called? TSATs? What was it? No, not SATs. Well, the Texas. No, no, no. It was the Texas Standardized, whatever. It was a Texas test. I don't even remember that now. And they were like, you know, yeah, you have to go there because you don't speak the language. How are you going to graduate? You need to pass those exams in mm-hmm. order to graduate. So I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, we get home and I'm like, mom, you have to sign this thing that, you know, it says that we have to be on ESL classes. Mom is like, uh, no, you're not. Why, they're going to put you in a class with people who speak all the Spanish so that you don't ever learn English? Uh, no. So she yeah, goes sounds to like your the mom. school and she tells the principal that she wants us pulled out of ESL classes. And the principal tells her, your kids don't speak english like how how do you expect them to pass classes when they don't understand the language and i was like they'll figure it out <laughs> so they pulled us out as esl classes i wanted to cry every single time that i came home because it was just not a fun time and people didn't like so it was a very divided school it was either you were either african american or you were either white so i've been on the middle not being either we got crap from both sides. Oh, it was awful! Like, I, I really hated it to the point that we had to move to schools. Like, after I graduated, my siblings moved to schools because it was that bad. Wow, but so I hated it. But a part of me was like, Okay, we're here because of you, so mm-hmm. you just gotta pull through and, and make it work. So, mom was right. I mean, forced. We learned English. I passed all my classes. I didn't pass the first time my English one, obviously. I took it second time, I passed, and uh, and yeah, so at then at the end of the day, I graduated uh, I Graduated high school. I got into Texas A&M. My, entire, my siblings went to A&M. Like, I and love how
1: you're just like, oh, yeah, we got into A&M. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, it's fine, you know.
0: And it's funny because whenever... So I wanted to go to A&M, but I didn't know what I wanted to study. After what I went through in high school, I was like, okay, obviously I cannot because... Back home, I was going to do uh, international rights, which was going to get me into politics, which is what my dad was in and what I wanted to do, too. And everybody told me, I was like, Belen, you're going to end up being president of the country at one point. And oh, I was just like, dang. I, and that was my goal. Like, that wow. was my, my goal in life. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to study rights. I'm going to study law. And I'm going to become the first president, the first woman president of, of Ecuador. You know, and what? that was that was <laughs> that was what I was working towards. Then I, I get that. here. And I'm like, okay, I cannot do anything with talking because I mean, I don't even speak it. So I was just like, I remember so clear we're in the office, I'm applying to school and mom is like, oh, look, petroleum engineering. That sounds fun. Uh And I was like, "Uh, not really. And mommy's like, well, you know, like in Ecuador, we also have oil and gas and oil and gas is everywhere. We are in Houston. And I remember telling mom, I was like, mom, A&M is like the top school for petroleum engineering. Like there's no way I can get in like Mm. like, that's just going to happen. And mom is like, well, think about it. I go to bed. And I think, and I'm like, well, you know, here and in China, two plus two is four. So one good thing is that math is good. Like, it's the same anywhere. Mm-hmm. So as long as I understand the procedure, maybe I don't need the language as much. So I was like, sure, I'll do engineering. So I apply for petroleum engineering first and chemical engineering second. And I was like, we'll see. Surprise, surprise. The thing comes back in the mail. You've been accepted to the petroleum engineering department. And I was like.
1: Oh my god, how did you okay. feel? It
0: was so overwhelming. Like I remember feeling like extreme pride and uh, I guess it was more because my parents like I could see the pride in my parents and because we we went through a lot of crap because of the moving. Like yeah. they had already their lifestyle there, basically retired and you know, living life as a dream. When we got here, somebody stole 75 percent of everything that that brought wow we lost the home that he bought here um it was tough like Mm -hmm. there was a time and I will always remember this and I will I always share this with my followers because that image that I have in my head is what keeps me going whenever I feel like you know I've touched rock bottom and we had this little bit of band that we had to buy because the car that we bought we had to give it back and um that makes mom check the bank accounts and she's like you know check it so that we can see how much gas we can put on and mom said we have five dollars and dad puts the five dollars and he looks at us like the four of us in the band you know just thinking like what the hell are we gonna do now and dad looks at us and he tells us cheer up the good news as is that from here we can only go up and that. that is like something that you know how my parents are now yeah luckily my mom and my dad have worked their asses off to pull us back off. I mean, they they are they not only are they retired, but they they live how they should have lived. Yeah. You know, and I really think it's uh it's a reminder that whenever there's will, you can do anything yeah. you set your mind to. Because I mean, we went through some rough stuff, and this is from somebody that he had everything and then he had to pay four colleges because at some point all four of us were in school wow. and we couldn't even get scholarships, even though we deserved them because we didn't have our residency yet. We were still on student visas. Most of the scholarships were for citizens and residents. Yeah. So they were like, no. So my dad and my mom working both of them, mom sometimes will pull 24 hour shifts in order to, you know, two Christmases. We didn't spend them with mom because she will just be working her butt off to, wow. you know, to pay for college and all of this. So um, I, I just love that one thing that my dad has taught me is that there is no such thing as rock bottom because once you're whatever you are, there's always a way up. And um, that's something that I always think. And I'm like, hey, if they could do it with no help at all because they were just them too. We have our, our aunt here, but, you know, it was just separate. They, it was just them too. Yeah. so he was like as long as we have each other that's all we need and that's mm-hmm. how it was and that's how it's been and that's what we always say with carol "It's like if them two can do what they did alone us that we have their support like we we have an excuse to succeed in life like really <laughs> there is there is an excuse we're just not pushing hard enough i guess or or we're doing it just going slower. i don't know but yeah so that's how we got to the states and now we're going to be 14 years here Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And then by. you graduated from a I did. So I graduated from A&M with a degree in petroleum engineering that I still cannot believe it. Um, <laughs> my best friend ended up marrying my sister. So we both uh, went for the same degree and I started working. You know, life was great. I was like, Yay! I'm, you know, this 23 year old working in the oil and gas industry. Living it up, living it up. Sister God, and I got an apartment awesome. in River Oaks and we were like, oh, my gosh, we are killing it. Oil crash comes and I get let go. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I was like, cool, you know, like, OK, so what now? So for a little while there, I was just trying to really find what I wanted to do. And as I said, like I applied for petroleum engineering because mom thought like it would be interesting. be honest i never really never really enjoyed it yeah like it wasn't something that i saw myself doing for 30 years um at the end of the day i did it for the money to be honest i was like okay this gives you good money that's it so it was a little bit annoying that the career that i had studied to make money i was no longer making it because it was just Mm -hmm. like i hated it and there was no no um not even like chance to work like nobody was hiring everybody like it was just bad so I guess it was like, and that's how I always think, God lets this stuff happen for a reason. So it was like the little push that I needed in order to Kinda find pivot. out. Exactly. Find out what I really wanted to do. Yeah. So for a little bit, I went into wedding planning, and we worked a little bit on that. And then for a little bit, I went even to work with my dad's company. That didn't work out either. For a little bit, I tried to do like handcrafts and whatnot. That didn't work either until... My sister had started her own YouTube channel. Uh huh. When was that? That was like 2014, 2013, and that's when whenever we lived together, and uh, I just loved seeing her, you know, interact with these people through a camera, and I will see like how much she influenced and how much she sh- like her sharing helped other people. Yeah, and uh, I was like that is awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy that sharing a little bit of your life can help other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I started thinking, I was like, you know, there's so many times that I go through life and I'm I'm like, that has to be happening to only me. Like it cannot be that I am the only one that like, it has to be that I'm the only one. Like nobody can have this bad luck, quote unquote. Right. And Carol was like, why don't you start your own YouTube? And and at this Mm -hmm. point, Carol was already popular enough that so many people kept asking me to open my own channel. Yeah. So they were like, Belu, you need to open your own channel. You have so much to share and whatnot. And my goal and why I just started my blogging experience in YouTube was because I wanted to people not to feel alone. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I'm going to share my story in hopes that if somebody sees me and is going through what I'm going, they know that there is more people like them. They yeah. know that they are not alone. And they know that, that it does get better. Yeah, you know? so you
1: started building a community. Exactly. So I
0: just started it not even thinking, you know, about this becoming my livelihood. It was just something that I enjoyed doing. It was like a stress reliever. It was something that I, I enjoy, like I really enjoy doing. So, um, that's how it all started. And then it just, we just kept growing and I kept building this bond with my audience and with my following base, they started getting to know more about me, me about them. And, um, it just, it just kind of sort of happened. And now I'm, I'm so glad that I was let go from that job that I didn't like. Because even though I'm not even making as much as, you know, I don't know if I ever will. I'm so happy doing what I do. And I feel like that was the little push that I needed in order to find what it was really my call. Yeah. And I, I don't think I would have ever done it if I had kept my office job. Mm-hmm. It was just, um, it was a blessing in disguise, definitely. So that's
1: how I started on YouTube and
0: Instagram and I guess in my social media endeavors Journey. yeah exactly yeah definitely.
1: Yeah. so um so what was it like in the beginning like starting that starting the youtube channel and um, like i mean what did you do it was so my stuff mostly is
0: blogging right like i share my day-to-day lives and whatnot uh, life and stuff and what i do what i use um, and all of this but then i started sharing like little and little my experiences and um, it was it was quite overwhelming in a good way to see how many people responded in a positive way. So many people felt the same way that I felt like, oh, I was alone. I thought that it was just me and it wasn't like that, you know? Yeah. And I, and they were like, and you have helped me realize that it's not the case. And you have helped me seeing that, um, you know, if we're going through tough times, it does get better. And you have taught me to persevere. So it was quite amazing to see um, that support. And, and up to today, it's amazing for me to see that love and support from people that you don't even know. Yeah, it's people that know you just through a camera and you can feel mm-hmm. the, the the love and the appreciation that they I have, have seen, towards you yeah.
1: I have seen like some yeah. of the comments of what people post on your you know Instagram yeah. and even on YouTube and I yeah. know like you're bigger I think on YouTube I right am, and yes. it's just like mm-hmm. but it's awesome you know yeah. people care the, they're exactly. there for you and they're like yeah. in your corner it's like yeah. you have like thousands yeah. literal thousands mm-hmm. of cheerleaders yeah you know? I do
0: I do definitely so that's why um so okay, backstory. So yes, I met uh, Cindy because of I was planning my wedding and all of this, and um, I had a relationship that it was out of a fairy tale. Everybody mm-hmm. told me this. I mean, even Cindy, she was like, you met your prince charming and that's exactly how I felt. I yeah. felt like I had met the love of my life, the person that I was gonna grow with and and we had gone through because we did long distance, as you know, for three years before he proposed and we got married. God, I remember
1: I used to like scroll down your Instagram and I was like, my God, like her life is so beautiful and like how blessed. And like, I actually remember, like I scrolled down to the very bottom because I wanted to know when you guys met.
0: Yeah. Like I wanted (laughs) to know
1: like your whole entire story, you know? Yeah. And I remember even screenshotting it and sending it to you. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is so cute. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was pretty perfect. I mean, um, it was perfect. And, and because it was perfect, I feel like it was not real and um uh, long story short uh whenever I I got pregnant and six weeks after my baby was born my now ex-husband decided to leave yeah and um I, I told Cindy I was like the hardest thing that I had to do was delete my wedding pictures <laughs> like it was absolutely heartbreaking because it was the feeling, as I said, like before. For me, pictures, it's a feeling that you get to relieve yeah. over and over again. And I will look at my wedding pictures, like, all the time because it was just the happiest day of my life. And going back and deleting those pictures, like, I, I'm i going to be a completely honest, it took me two weeks yeah. to to delete all those memories because it was just hard. And, um, and it was, you know, it was perfect. It was just perfect until it just wasn't anymore Mm -hmm. and everything happened so sudden like we had my baby and then all of a sudden he changed and I really thought it was like postpartum depression and whatnot and I tried to be supportive wife and whatnot but then I found out he had been with somebody else and whatnot so it was heartbreaking it was extremely tough but again as I said I do know that God makes everything happen for a reason my baby girl My God, because I really think to the day that if it wouldn't because of her, to the day, I will still probably be on a pit of depression because not only I didn't just love that man, I toward him like yeah. i loved in a way that i never thought it was capable loving another human being mm-hmm. to the point that i put myself on the back burner to make him happy yeah it was crazy so and i mean like
1: the story of how like you being pregnant or no like having the newborn and still letting him go out yeah and, like,
0: yeah so making I making sure that he was happy exactly so i was just telling cindy that because he started changing so like a couple of weeks before my baby was born he told me i'm not happy anymore And that was a shock to me. I mean, here I am about to pop and your husband tells you like, Oh, I'm just not happy anymore. It's like, this is supposed to be the happiest time of our lives. Like what's going on? So my thoughts was like, he's depressed. Like the, the shock and the, the stress of having a baby, a baby coming, it's, it's gotten on him. So in my mind was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that he's okay. Mm -hmm. I'll take care of myself later. He has to be fine so that he can, you know, carry us. And, um, I was like three, four weeks postpartum whenever uh, he texted me like at seven at night. And he's just like, oh, I've had a rough week. So I'm going to go ahead and have some drinks with my friends. And I remember thinking like, gosh, like I just want to shower and eat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And if you're a new mom, you know what that means. Yes.
0: (laughs) Like, can I please just take a bath? And I remember thinking like, "Okay, no, he needs my help. He needs me to be a good wife at this point. And I have the text message up to now that, you know, I was just like, Sure, babe, have fun. Like, I'll see you home whenever yeah. you get there. And obviously he wasn't with his friends. <laughs> now I know that. <laughs> but um, it was always, you know, him in front of me. Uh, I just stopped doing much things that I loved to make him happy. And now I realize, and these are experiences that you sometimes have to go through, nobody is responsible of your happiness. Like, the only person responsible for your happiness is you. Like so, I now know that that was just an excuse to justify his cheating, his coward moments, his weakness. Yeah. It was just his way of starting to find an out without him feeling guilty, without him being the one that oh, you know, it's my fault that I was weak. Nobody can make you happy besides yourself. Yeah. So if somebody comes and tells you, "I'm not happy," It's not your fault, and that's something that it took me a lot to wow, realize. Yeah. The fact that you know I'm happy because I want to be happy. If he wasn't happy, it had nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. and that's how it is on on everybody. Like if you see somebody being unhappy, and they tell you it's because of you, BS. Every person is in charge of their own. <laughs> like happiness. yell it,
1: BS. Yeah,
0: call <laughs> no. it out. So, um, so yeah. So all of this happened, and obviously, I'm I shut down all my my social media because he was my life i mean i shared about him every
1: well, your single life, time yeah.
0: and you know i will even make posts about just how lucky i was to have him like just mm-hmm. himself you know so many pictures that you took of just him and i would just post them and i would be like this is my man well, holy
1: cow it's insane you guys so i literally met this man and i know like yeah. exactly what you know, you're talking about, like even I was just like, what the heck? You know, it was so insane because I remember, you know, everything. And I remember being like telling my own husband, like, wow, look how great they are and look how great, you know, he is. yeah And like, I don't know, it was just so amazing. whenever we got
0: married, as I said like before, like I think I I derailed, but we went through so much during our long distance relationship that when I married him, I really thought, I was like, there's nothing we cannot push through. Like whatever comes our way, we're going to, through because we both have supported each other in distance. There is nothing we cannot do when, now that we are together. And even when he yeah. asked for my hand in marriage, he told my parents, he was like, I know that Belen and I are stronger together. And you know, all of that was just words obviously now. And uh, whenever I said this is like, guys, perfect does not exist. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I'm trying to share now that my sister, my best friend is her husband and he shows himself as he is. Sometimes he snaps at her in front of us. Sometimes he gets annoyed. Sometimes he doesn't want to do what she says. And that's fine because that's a human being. A human being has emotions. A human being reacts to certain things. A human being has its own opinions. With my ex, you never saw that. You always saw him giving me the reason, always being patient, always being calm. But on the back, he will show his true self. self. And of course... I never putting up the facade. Exactly. And and making everybody look like, oh, I'm this perfect man when in reality it wasn't. So that saying that is like, that's too good to be truth. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like because it was so perfect, it crumbled so easily as soon as somebody got in the middle, just because he got bored, I guess. I don't know. I don't know whatever happened, but yeah. So I closed all my social media. I closed YouTube. I closed my old channel. I closed Instagram. I just wanted time to heal to heal from a shattered and broken heart. I wanted to just be a good mom because my baby girl was six weeks old and Mm -hmm. she needed me. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like I had no time to heal. I had no time to cry. I had no time. I had cried for three days straight to the point that my milk stopped producing. And that for me was the biggest shock. I was like, okay, my one job is to feed this girl and I'm not doing even that right. So pick up the pieces that's left and you do whatever it takes to be there for this baby girl. So um, I shut everything off for a while. It was probably four or five months. And then as soon as I opened back up and I was like, guys, I'm back. All of these amazing women and some guys (laughs) were there. Yeah. you know, And not only were they there, but they were like, you got this. You are amazing. You are a great mom. You're a great human being. We're here for you. We support you. This is my story. This is how I came up. It was just such an overwhelming and warming support. That's awesome. Crazy. Crazy to think that these people that I have no idea who they even are were in my corner. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's crazy because I feel like I love these people. Yeah. Like, I adore these, these human beings that you I call have them never corazones. met. Yes. That I have never <laughs> even met in my entire life. And some of the ones that come in often, I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, I yeah. already know you, you know? It's absolutely crazy and bananas how a little screen can bring you close to so many people that you don't even meet and Mm -hmm. as you said like it's a community that we have built now that we support each other that we talk to each other that now they even tell me like um belu i'm going through this i'm going through that and we as a community we help each other because not only i comment not only i share so many other women are like i've gone through the same i'm going through this this is how I came out on the other day, and this is how we are making wow. ourselves yeah. stronger. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy how impactful you know, like yes. social media is. yeah, exactly. these days is just it's quite quite amazing. So I feel extremely blessed and extremely grateful with all my following because they turn into friends. they turn into people that I I don't share just because to share. I share in in hopes of making their days better, bringing a smile if they need to and they have helped me the exact same way because yeah. whenever I needed to feel like I was doing a good, in- because you know, you, you my sister, my mom, you're doing a great job, you know, like you're, you're doing fine. Like, you'll have to tell me this. You're my family, my <laughs> friends. Like, what are you gonna tell me? No, you suck at this, like, no. So, But to hear it from other people, yeah, it warms your heart. It, 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 it makes you think like, okay, I am doing something right. Like, mm-hmm. if it's, it's tangible through a screen, then that means that I am doing something right. Like I always tell them the biggest compliment that I get is whenever they tell me you're doing such a great job with Alice. And that is like, okay, Whatever I do, the not showering, the not doing anything <laughs> during the day, you know, is worth it because you can see that my baby girl is growing healthy, yeah. happy, and that she needs absolutely nothing more than what she has right now. So it's just encouraging words. And that's why whenever they share with me, I also tell them like, you know, this is why you are inspiring me. This is what I'm getting yeah. to know from what you are telling me right now. And we just try to support each other. It's a, a two way street, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love I love to be able and I feel extremely happy to have this platform to share the fact that you know it does get better even though whenever it feels like the world is crumbling but yeah it's, it's been great It, it yeah. it's something that I really love
1: and I think you do an incredible job of nurturing that community yeah. you know it's not it's not just like let me just share everything about my life and you guys better like it you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. it's very much like I'm going to you know be here for you guys too yeah definitely you know? yeah
0: and they know that I mean there is a section in my channel where we just share experiences about each other and we talk about it. I give them my opinion. All the people that are there share their opinion. And that's how we just, we're connected. As I tell them all the time, we become friends. We, we get to know about each other. We, we listen to each other because that's another thing. I mean, not because you don't agree with me, I'm going to block you, delete you and forget you about my life. No, like I respect your opinion. I, yeah, I listened. I, I agree to disagree most (laughs) of the times or not so often, but you know, that's what we're here for, to listen to each other, to talk, to reply, to, to interact. It's, yeah. So it's, you know, it's social media for a reason, like it's social, like it, it's got to be both ways. So. Yeah. So
1: you take yeah. time to engage with them? Like, yes,
0: definitely. Yeah. So I, I make sure that I reply my comments on if not. With I, like I, a bunch
1: of hearts? A bunch of hearts. Yeah. I try so much
0: <laughs> because the other day I'm I, I try to like know. reply it takes so much time, and try doing that with a one-year-old on top of you, wanting you to make all the animal sounds in the world. So I try on Instagram. I'm probably not as good as I should be, but on YouTube, I usually try to uh, reply, especially if they're asking me for a question or asking me for advice. Like I am, I'm always asking like, you for a question. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, you know, this is this is how it's done, and this 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 is what I I, ha- I think or what not. I try to go through my messages on Instagram, but there are just so many. Yeah. One night, I was like, I'm. Gonna sit down and i'm gonna finish this oh my gosh my my fingers hurt and i was like i'm not done i'm like when am i gonna and i'm not even that big on instagram so i imagine okay that she has con- like twenty thousand followers yeah i mean you but guys. then again like yeah. it's a hundred people 140 like how how do you handle that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i try to interact as much as i as i can i used to do lives way more often again with with alice it has gotten a little bit more complicated but i try to do it as much as i yeah, as I can, you already know. you can tell on social media what is it that your audience likes likes to see. So give them more of that. Giving more of what it, whatever it is it that they are actually enjoying seeing in your feeds, whatever they they are getting something from. Yeah, uh, I try to post once daily. That happens sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't, but definitely being active uh helps a lot what and do you mean by
1: being active like, like posting oh, like okay
0: post one like don't leave them forgotten like don't don't post like once every month that's you me no
1: <laughs> that's what i do do you know
0: but yeah well i notice i miss you <laughs> when I, whenever you post something oh my god see this back but um <laughs> but then again whenever you do post it's like okay well comment interact you know like but i do and they have told me like lately on youtube i've been so active I'm loving it because it took me a little while to get used to Alice and the the schedule and whatnot. And for like two months now, I've been posting a video daily. It's a lot of work. (laughs) So much work because it's not like, like I told them one day. It's not just the recording. Like I don't just record myself and boom, there it goes. No, it's the editing. It's the uploading. It's the creating a thumbnail. It's the making sure that, you know, it's all nice and pretty for them to see. It's work. Yeah. But you know, I love to do it. And since I've been doing it, I got so many messages. Belen, I love how active you're in YouTube. I'm loving these videos. I love that now I don't have to wait a week to see what's going on with your life. So, you know, they've the been there all the time. I feel like makes them feel like they're interacting with you that much more. Yeah. And, and they really like it. So yeah. I, I love to, you know, whatever they do me, they tell me like, oh I like this about that I'm like there you go more of this so yeah. uh, be vocal about what is it that they like to see like for a photographer what is it that you like to see candidates would you like to see more documentary would you like to see my day today or or, or, or what kind of style would you like to see people reply I now yeah. we have these amazing tools like poll, polls and questions and all of these that you can actually get direct uh, input yeah you're following
1: and base. that's on the stories exactly. right
0: exactly like lives. It's crazy how many people actually do watch your lives and you know and they get there just to see you live. Do you yeah. remember what your first live was? Uh I think it was on I did it on YouTube. Oh okay. And uh, it was to announce Alice's name, I think.
1: Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and it was me, Carol, Mom and Katie and we were like we're going to announce the name of the, you know, fifth little girl of the clan and so many people got in and they were like, yeah. And that's another thing like they have been there. Or everything they become part of your life really yeah yeah and and I feel like that with everybody that I follow you mm-hmm. know like I'm sure that they feel like that because I feel that way you know like there's one of my favorite bloggers she just gave birth to her little girl and every time that she posts it starts like oh let me see if she's there <laughs> you yeah. know and I don't know this woman like she doesn't know me but I'm excited for her she's a new mom and it's like oh I want to see and I want to be there so um it's it's just nice you know to to have um a prospect and to have a, a view to so many lives different lifestyles different backgrounds different opinions and everything just just at your fingertips yeah, yeah exactly at your fingertips so do That's you
1: use um, like a social media scheduler or anything like that or do you just kind of do what is no. going on that day
0: correct so whatever happens that day Like, for example yesterday I didn't post anything because I just took the day off to be with Alice I was very nostal- nostalgic about her turning one so I was like no I'm gonna hold her she's gonna be mine today and I'm gonna play with her so yesterday I didn't post anything but whenever I see something going on like okay yes I share about my life and stuff but now I've been sharing with them they love what I wear they love what that Alice wears so if I see that it's on sale or anything, it's like, guys, go find this. So I find a way to you know, snap that or, or whatnot. So as it goes, I try to make it often as I as I said but if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and that's yeah. fine you know as long i think as that's hard
1: i think like i mean for me personally yeah. i constantly am like oh my god i haven't posted i yeah. haven't posted yeah, i haven't definitely. posted and granted i literally haven't posted like in a month yeah okay yeah and so i know that i could definitely be posting more yeah um but i definitely have that i don't know if you ever have that yeah where you're like oh i need to post i need to post, post. Uh, but,
0: not really because i feel like the posting is more on instagram you know and uh, and am there i i I do have my pretty pictures and my pretty moments there, but um, I feel like where I interact the more is definitely YouTube. But I love to share with them, you know, nice ideas. Like somebody was just asking me, they're like, oh my God, that place is so nice. Where did you go? Yeah. Like, yeah, here I am, you know. So mm-hmm. that idea is definitely nice. But I don't think I, I stress myself too much to post on Instagram as I do on YouTube. Maybe because my following is larger in YouTube and I feel like I, I you know.
1: Like you didn't have that vlog. Exactly. And like, yeah. Yeah, like
0: I need to tell them, you know. But it, it's still, on Instagram, if it's not a post, at least I try to be on my stories or tell them, hey guys, this is what's going on. This is why I've been MIA or, or whatnot. Yeah. So as long as they know that you're there and that you're thinking about them, I, I don't think it has to be a post like yeah it can be just a story just telling hey thinking about you guys I'm here I'm just doing this and that but Mm -hmm.
1: I got so uh Belen just had an awesome birthday party for Ali okay you guys (laughs) incredible (laughs) right Oh yeah it was a bit hot because you know we're in Texas yeah um when is it not hot yeah um so but I wanted (laughs) I thought it was interesting how Carol and Belen found their vendors yes and I just wanted to kind of touch on that um just like it's crazy how much people use Instagram. Definitely. It's like, a, yeah, you know what I mean? And it was so, all with
0: hashtags, you know? Like, the only hashtag we found was birthday party. Like, we are you went, serious? Yeah. So you just went in there and you're like, yeah, birthday party? Just birthday party, boom. And then we started looking for, oh, I want this, I want that, you know? What is this, what is that? So, hashtags are crazy powerful because mm-hmm. that's literally everything we did. And we found so much stuff that we didn't know even existed. <laughs> like the letters, you know, the yeah. little sweets card that we had, and we really had no idea like that's even like a trend going on now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now we now that we follow them, we're like, oh my gosh, they have a lot of business. So, but yeah, all we did was tie birthday party, and then we went from there, getting inspiration and whatnot. So, yeah. definitely, you know, wedding pictures, but portraits, uh, light and area, whatever it is, like it does help get your work out yeah. there. So yeah right. and that even helps with my stuff too like i have gotten so many followers especially whenever i post about sales obviously who doesn't like a good sale but every time <laughs> i use the hashtag with like sales i i see that i get way more followers which yeah. uh, again it's just a hashtag It's yeah. it's a great filter system there to to target you towards the ad, audience mm-hmm. that you're looking for
1: so is there any advice that you'd give somebody that is pivoting from instagram over to youtube Um, it is a little bit different,
0: and definitely it's a lot more work, I feel like, because you know, a picture is just a nice picture, nice edit, boom. YouTube, I feel like it's a lot more editing, a lot more, and I feel like it takes a lot more time also to grow. Mm -hmm. So, the only advice that I will have is be patient and be constant, it will get there, like, just because you don't see that it's growing as much as, um as you wish, it doesn't mean that it's not growing. Because in YouTube, you also have to realize that you have a lot of people that may be seeing your videos, but they're not su- necessarily subscribing. Yeah. So, and, you know, people notice a growth of a channel by how many subscribers they have, which may not be the case, because a channel may have a 1,000 subscribers, but a video has 20,000 views. That doesn't mean that the channel is smaller or not, you know? It yeah. just means that people are not necessarily subscribing to it, mm-hmm. which is... It's not a bad thing, but I mean, it's not a good thing, but it's not bad either. Like, it's just there. And uh, just be constant because the more you post, the most you, you show that you are there, the mm-hmm. more people are going to come towards you. Like, YouTube has a very good al- al- algorithm. I don't know if i pronounced it <laughs> that. Algorithm. Right. There you go. What Cindy said of, uh, you know, pushing stuff, pushing new videos, pushing uh, information that you think you, you would like. It's so How fun. do you do that?
1: Or they do well, it for you. They
0: do it for you. So whenever you upload a video, it says add tags. Mm-hmm. I and mean, in those tags is like a hashtag. Yeah. So whatever you are posting, make sure that you like, for me, like the hashtag that the, the tags that I use is daily blogs, first time mom, Houston mom, mom of a girl, like little things like that. Like whatever comes to you, like you just post or whatever it's, I, I blog that day. Like if I did a recipe, Easter, easy recipe, five ingredient recipe, dinner for two. Yeah. yeah you know, like whatever you think whatever put yourself your niche yeah exactly put yourself on the mind of the searcher like if you were to want to find the video that you just published what will you type on the search bar mm-hmm. you know so whatever you as a person will look for that's what you have to put in the tags yeah so that people that you know i mean are searching the, for you yeah they find you so yeah, I mean, so using those tags on YouTube on YouTube yeah. it also. Yeah, tags are, are everything. I mean, that's how they find you, right? So it's, it's the Google of everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So YouTube I think is the second like um largest search engine now behind Google. I'm correct? pretty sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure
0: because I mean, ourselves. Like yesterday my phone broke and I didn't know how to import my contacts. So I literally went on google and i typed how to import your context from iCloud and then a video popped and i was like i'm going to the video because i don't want to read to what i want to do when i can just see it you know (laughs) so yeah i i I believe it that you do and and everything is like how to the balloons that we did for alice how to do video garland so you know yeah anything and everything can be found there Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that it's the next google for sure
1: all right yay (laughs) yeah so Any other tips that you want to share with our followers? I feel like that will
0: be it. I'm so happy. Thank you for having me here. This is, uh, this is my first time on a podcast with somebody else. I have my own, but I don't do it like one-on-one. So this was way more fun.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. I, I, you should just have words, Alice yes. on the second one <laughs> or on your next podcast.
0: Yeah. I actually want to do one with mom. So many people have asked me about. I thought you were
1: going to say you yeah. actually want to do one with Alice. <laughs> Not, yet. Not yet.
0: Not yet. Probably eventually. she would say otra, otra, otra. Yeah. Otra. It will be nice to have her input of, of things. That, will be, that will be interesting. Yeah. Once she starts talking and, you know, making all those little things. But, but we shall see. But yeah, I mean. This is a great way. I love what you're doing. It's Thank it's you. really fun. And, and, yeah. and, and I'm flowy, excited. you know, like it's nothing pushed or a script or anything, which is what I talk. love. Yeah, it's just yeah. like two friends having coffee, yummy croissant that I finished it before the podcast. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. And and yeah, I mean, there's always videos and, and everything of people that have probably way more experience than I do. Just educate yourself also on the, on the area that you're in because there is always w- better and more ways of doing one thing don't just settle for oh i'm posting this and this is what i'm doing and no yeah like every exactly yeah. so educate yourself listen to podcasts watch videos like you know in my case something that i was not doing great that i'm glad that i'm doing now i'm a vlogger and i was not watching youtube blogs
1: you weren't no and i
0: was just mm-hmm. like what am i doing like you know like I have to watch this like this is the industry that I'm on and and I started getting to know like amazing vloggers too and and it's like okay well cool like she does this maybe I can improve this and I can do that you know so educate yourself in the in the area that you're in because there's always something new to learn
1: yeah no i love that you say that i actually live by that i love learning from other people yeah Yeah, i don't necessarily ever go to youtube i don't know why like i know a lot of people do (laughs) i literally go straight to the person and i'm just like hey how did you learn this you know and can you share you know and i mean some people may say like hey why why do you want to know what i'm doing yeah but the thing is i love when i meet somebody who's like super open and it's just like oh yeah let me just walk you through what i did because it's incredible, you know, and I, that's really what I want to do with this podcast is I want to make sure that, you know, people who are starting in photography, like they have some access to some knowledge, you know what I mean? And it's just like, how did you market? How did you start? Like, what did you do in the beginning? That's really what I want, you know, to share with us, you know? And And that's another
0: thing that I always tell them, like, if there was room for me, there is room for you. Like, why do we have to
1: be so like, oh, mind-believement?
0: It's like, no, like, we are here all to work together. Like, there is plenty room for everybody so if what i did if i can help you by Save going through, exactly by going <laughs> through my mistakes and avoid you the pain shoot I'm I'm here for it so yeah. what you say is true you're gonna find people that are like uh no like this is just for me okay fine then move on there will be somebody who's willing to help exactly. you so just keep looking keep knocking doors yeah because that's that. the only way to learn
1: <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for listening and thank you Belen for joining us today of course this thank was you awesome yes, yeah and definitely. then so where can they find you
0: Oh, yeah. So my, if you, well, my YouTube is only in Spanish. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, by the way. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> ESL. <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> know, somebody has to take the ESL classes that I didn't take. But no, yeah, it's only in Spanish. I wanted to make it like, you know, I feel like I still have so much restraint on myself in English. Like I, I, I feel like I just flow a little bit better in in spanish so it's only in spanish but if you speak spanish uh welcome it's belu del toro b-e-l-u del toro and yeah you can just find me there and then on my instagram uh belu b-e-l-u dot del toro
1: that one's in english and in spanish yes
0: that one i post in english and in spanish uh daily that one i'm always there if i don't post a picture i'm always in the stories like, this
1: my baby girl which is most of my posts
0: 99 of my posts are her. <laughs> yeah i love it so we love alice yes so yeah all right we'll well, see thank, you there, you. Guys. No, thank you guys